What's up, podcast? This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and it is Saturday. So we had a couple big releases today. The biggest, I guess, to note would be the Sean Cliver Nike Dunks. I guess maybe the, not maybe the most stock for a release, but the most hyped up release would probably have been those Sean Cliver Dunks. Those were absolutely beautiful if you don't know sean cliver is the creator of strange love he's the founder strange love skateboarding is a very big skateboarding company and he did his second collab to my knowledge with nike today and they released exclusively to the sneakers app and they were extremely extremely limited and i know this because i really didn't see too many people hit on them i saw a couple people hit on these releases and they did so pretty pretty sparingly there really weren't too many people in any of the groups that i was in to that, that ended up copying or anything so it was a it was a very very limited release and those came out and then there was a jordan 13 retro that came out i didn't even look at those i'll be honest i looked at the prices on StockX, and they just didn't look that appealing to me and this was even a couple days back and then i looked yesterday still nothing and today it's just that i wasn't really feeling it i don't know i I didn't think that that was a good use of my capital right now and i didn't really want to to buy those i didn't i didn't like the shoe that much to be honest and looking at the lower prices on StockX, thinking about how well they would sell on ebay i just kind of ended up going away and avoiding those because because there really aren't (laughs) there really aren't too many ways to sell that shoe unless you're doing it local and i don't locally sell shoes so it wasn't really a profitable shoe i passed on those and then there was one more release today being the adidas uh the yeezy 350 boost what were they called the the sand top or at taupe i don't know how to actually pronounce the word t-a-u-p-e but it's basically a sandy deserty looking colorway really really clean looking shoe they they would have been good i think for kind of like a to me they almost look kind of like a summer fall type of shoe maybe more of like a winter colorway which is kind of how easy does things he typically releases a, a the colorway towards what season you would wear it in so i guess they are kind of more of a winter brown colorway but I wouldn't be surprised if some people would be fine wearing them in the summer too. They look pretty decent and I liked the shoe a little bit. They were really neutral and not really anything that crazy that stuck out. I mean, they weren't like the those disgusting 380s that came out. If you haven't seen those, I think they were called the highlight or the, the higher light or something. They looked like, uh, they looked gross is what they looked like. They were just like this gross green. I think somebody called them the Yeezy 380 booger and they, they looked exactly like that. Like they were gross. and. He's come out with some really bad ones for those, especially the 380s. The 380s are maybe some of the worst colorways I've ever seen him do. And I'm not really sure if he's just kind of throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks or what. But for those colorways, really not anything that enjoyable. This one, however, the 350s, he typically does a decent job with. And these ones look pretty good. And so I ended up going after them. There really wasn't a ton of resale value in these 350s. And just go on, if you want to really see why there's no resale value, go on StockX, type in Yeezy 350 and see how many results pop up because it is wild. There are so many different colorways for this shoe. And originally when it came out, there, there weren't really that many colorways because it was originally coming out. So you maybe had, you maybe had three, four different colorways and they were reselling for crazy amounts of money. I remember the zebras, 
those went for 1500 when they came out at some points on StockX, people were selling them for fifteen hundred dollars so just just imagine that and then go to now where the resale value on some of these pairs is, is literally twenty dollars over retail so the point is as yeezy makes more colorways of these shoes i think they will become a little bit more difficult to hold and, and and invest in which a lot of people do they will find the the best sizes of these shoes hold them invest in them and then when they appreciate to their full value they will sell them and sometimes it takes a while we're talking about sometimes a year or two before they end up appreciating to their full value and look at the easy clays those were one of the biggest uh, examples of this where the easy 350 clays are a very good looking colorway I think they were a better looking colorway than this one and they ended up appreciating up to about 550 to 600 bucks for some sizes and people that were way ahead of the curve ended up investing in those and now they have a ton of pairs of those that they're sitting on and going well this is a pretty nice payday for me I spent 220 I'm gonna make probably around 350 on these shoes when it's all said and done that's just a very very good payout so that's a nice thing to see. You always enjoy when, when those sorts of things happen. I do wonder whether or not holding sneakers is going to become a difficult thing to do because as more people get on the, the they become more uh, aware and more keen to holding sneakers, that means more people are holding sneakers and that means it's gonna take longer for less people to have those sneakers in dead stock. You want less people to have dead stock sneakers of the ones you're holding. The less there are that are dead stock, the higher value yours are because they are more hard to come by. So that is just something that that is interesting to think about a little bit, just wondering at what point does this thing kind of tip over the, get over that little like edge or that tipping point and go to where it's actually unprofitable to hold sneakers. I don't know. It may never be, but I expect it to at some point, just wondering when that'll be. I went for the Sean Clivers today. Oh, and there was a Drake release as well today with Nike. So just a really, really big day, actually. And I went for the Sean Clivers. I whiffed on those, didn't end up getting any of those. And it was, I mean, that's sneakers for you. You win some, you lose some. Actually, you win few, you lose a lot more. That's kind of how the sneakers app works. I'm very fortunate to, to have had some pretty big hits this year. So I wasn't expecting anything crazy, but I did end up hitting on the Drake, uh, I think it was the Noctra nike collab and it was a they were doing like a, a release of several different pieces i ended up hitting on the black puffer jacket so hopefully i can sell that initially after the release of those the prices were super super high i mean they were hovering around i think 800 bucks is what the listing price on ebay was and there really weren't that many solds so you really didn't have too much to go off of now they've dipped a little bit. They're around 650 to 700. I'd imagine they may have even dipped a little bit more, but the jacket's price was 400 bucks. So that's just, just to give you a little bit of a kind of a insight into what it costs to get that jacket. Then looking at the resale, at some point, you don't want to be spending too much on the fees and stuff like that because then it takes out your profit. But for now, 650, 700, that's way, way, way good enough for me to call it a success if I can sell it at that much. We'll see though, I'm, I'm looking at what StockX prices are going to do and then at that point, if they dip too low, then I may have to try and sell it on eBay for a minimal profit or, or figure out what I'm gonna do. But typically Drake stuff does really well because it's Drake and he's one of the biggest rap, he's one of like the biggest artists, but definitely one of the biggest rappers that, that is in this generation. And so it just, he always does very well. He's kind of like Travis Scott a little bit, except I think Travis right now is just so big that it doesn't really matter. And his stuff's always gonna sell. So it's it's one of those things where that was a really good pickup. I was happy about that. Hopefully I can sell that. And then the, the Yeezys came out and there were a few sites that those released on. 
and just doing some some work there trying to get those shoes i ended up getting one pair of of those which was a pretty it was pretty weak honestly for the amount of stock that there was for these shoes but for what i was for the size i was going on and for just kind of doing some test runs and stuff it ended up working out pretty well i i think i'm probably going to try and sell them pretty quickly after i get them because i don't really like sitting on shoes as much as i used to they have to be a pretty good pair and then i would like to sit on those to watch them appreciate but right now i'm kind of a little bit I, I don't know I, I have to look at my numbers and see how capital rich I am versus capital poor but I, I do want to get some of these shoes that aren't really appreciating that much out of my inventory so I'm gonna be getting those listed in the upcoming weeks and getting those things moved out and then hopefully getting some more space and then just more capital to work with where I can go okay I like this pair of shoes let's invest in that not this pair of easy 700 Alvas or this pair of Jordan 1 smoke grays that's probably not going to go up that high in value in the size I have just little things like that that I didn't realize when I first started holding sneakers was just these little little minute things that can affect the value of a sneaker like the size or the the reasoning that sneaker was made maybe the backstory to that sneaker so just little things like that but altogether it, it has been a pretty successful day and there really hasn't been a whole ton of craziness I am on my way to UPS so some of the theories that I've been having about doing next day shipping or overnight shipping has been working and I have been going back and forth doing FedEx overnight or UPS overnight, and I was originally going to use FedEx, but I found out that UPS overnight is significantly cheaper for the size that I was using, which is crazy, because FedEx has traditionally been a lot cheaper than UPS, but I guess for some stuff that's moderately sized and, and that kind of a thing, FedEx actually gets beat out by UPS, and I think altogether that UPS is a better service anyways. I, I mean, I like FedEx, but I think that UPS just does a better job of taking care of your packages. Anything I've ever had shipped to me with UPS ends up fine. Anything I've shipped to me with UP, with FedEx, if it's a bigger box, I've had stuff literally just ripped open before. And, and it's just, it's a shame. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy finding that it's a lot cheaper to ship with FedEx for some some items. So hopefully I'm going to get those things out of here and then I will keep things moving from here on out. But for now, I'm going to wrap this thing up. So you guys have a good rest of your Saturday, and I will get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.